Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to Mondays with Mon and a very happy Monday. I'm back after a three week break. I'm so sorry. I know I was MIA. I don't know if anyone even missed me, but <laughs> we were so busy with the preparations of our launch for Blend and Sip Co. If you haven't heard, we've just launched a new business and I am in partnership with my friend and colleague Katrina, which is super exciting. I did touch on it briefly in my last episode that I filmed, but just to go back onto it, it's pretty much makeup lessons for the everyday woman. And it's done in a really fun and interactive way with drinks and food and music. So it's really fun and exciting. I am really eager to see where this venture takes us. Now that we've officially launched, we're just trying to get some influencers on board to help promote. And we've applied for a couple of like shows and stuff to see if they'll take us on, which is all really exciting. Fingers crossed. We can really get this concept out there. I feel like once more people know and we get a wider audience, people are going to get really excited and hopefully book in. But just like anything, it's obviously going to start out slow. But um, yeah, the last three weeks have just been mental trying to organize the launch party and get everything sorted for the actual launch like the website the booking system the t's and c's all of it it was just crazy hence me being away for the last three weeks you know i can only juggle so much at the same time today's episode is going to be just me for once i haven't actually recorded an episode by myself since 2021 when I originally launched this podcast and um, I'm really excited to just be speaking on my own for once but it's always a lot of pressure doing a podcast on your own hence why I actually do like to have people on with me I feel like the conversations just flow better but that's okay you're just gonna have to hear me today so I figured because it is just me today what I wanted to do was a Q&A just on pretty much anything you guys wanted to know. It didn't have to be business. It could be literally anything, business, life, literally whatever you want. So I put an anonymous link on my stories just to see what sort of questions you guys came up with. And there's some really good ones here. So I'm excited to get straight into it and answer all your questions. Just a quick reminder to please download this episode and like and review it if you enjoyed it. It always helps me out with seeing how many of you guys are actually listening to my podcasts. Okay, first question. How did you come up with the idea of Blend and Sip? It's genius. Thank you. So late last year around October, it was Breast Cancer Awareness Month and my friend works for this awesome jewelry company and they were hosting an event for their team. It was pretty much just like a team bonding event. And um, they had asked me to come in and basically teach them how to do like a cute eye look on themselves. So we went and bought cute pink palettes and set up the table with mirrors, drinks and nibblies. And I basically taught them how to just do like a cute eye look on themselves. 
And that's where the idea was kind of born because I was just reflecting on me teaching them and like how fun the vibes were. And I was like, why is this not a business? Because it's very similar to the concept of paint and sip. If you haven't heard, I always compare it to that because it's the easiest way to kind of get people to understand um, that, you know, you come, you paint a picture and you, I guess, graze and drink while you're doing it with your friends. And it's a really awesome idea, but I thought something that is probably more marketable to women is learning to do their makeup. I feel like what woman doesn't want to know how to glam themselves up? I hear it all the time. Like I hear being a makeup artist when we go and do jobs or when people come to us, they always say, I wish I could just do this at home. You make it look so easy. And I thought, you know what? We can teach people how to do basic looks on themselves. It's not rocket science. And at the same time, give them a really fun night out also. So yeah, that's where the the idea was born. I didn't know if I wanted to kind of launch it underneath I Create Beauty and just have it as like an option under I Create Beauty or kind of create a whole new business out of it. But um I feel like with I Create Beauty, the beauty salon that I have, it's I'd rather that be just a boutique salon and us specialize in what we already specialize in, which is makeup and eyebrows and lashes. So I thought, you know what, this is such a good idea that I wanted to create a whole new company around it and really put our all into it. But I feel like with the cosmetic company and the salon, it was already a lot for me to run and I really wanted to bring on a second person. So my friend and colleague Katrina is honestly the most loyal, hardworking person I've ever met and I couldn't think of anyone better to bring on a business like this with. She's also so freaking talented at makeup and she's grown so much over the years so I asked Katrina if she liked the idea and if she wanted to come on board and the girl literally cried. She was so excited and so honored and honestly it melted my heart and I knew in that moment that this was the best decision I made and from there Blend and Sipco was born with two directors, Katrina and I. So yeah, that's how we came up with the idea. Next question is, what's one regret you have in life? I feel like with this one, I don't have regrets in life. I like to look at them more as lessons. And I actually want to create a podcast episode around the whole idea of this and lessons that I've learned over my life. Um, I have so many that I can think of just at the top of my head. And I honestly want to think of more and create a whole episode on this because I feel like as individuals, we all go through so much in life and there may be things that we think we regret but upon reflection they're all just lessons in life that we've learned and I just want to kind of normalize that and share my experiences of things that I've done in the past that I wish I probably didn't but upon reflection they're lessons and that's how I like to kind of look at it that's the perspective I like to take on life so yeah I'll create a whole episode around this topic one day hopefully soon what is your favorite hobby um so I guess running through businesses now there's not much time for hobbies but I guess I'd say this podcast is a really good hobby for me it's not something I make money off 
Um, yeah, so it's not monetized, but I would say, yeah, this is a hobby for me at the moment and it's something I really enjoy and I really want to try and make the time to do. I feel like it helps me build my confidence up and, um, you know, fills up my time in a more valuable way, I guess, than sitting on the couch and being a potato and watching movies, which I still do enjoy from time to time. It's something that me and Jake like to do just to spend quality time together. But I think this is more what I would consider a hobby. So to answer that one, I'd say my podcast is my favorite hobby. What is the worst food you've ever eaten? Um, <laughs> I, I like to consider myself a major foodie, so I can't say there's honestly a food that I've ever eaten that I was disgusted by because I will literally try anything once and most of the time I really love it or I'm okay with eating it. Um, but I guess in general, I don't love bitter foods or drinks so I guess that would be my answer anything really bitter um at the top of my head something really bitter that I didn't love was radicchio I don't know if I'm saying that right but it's a um type of lettuce and it's a really really bitter type of lettuce and I just can't my taste buds don't like bitter so yeah that's probably the best way I can answer that question (laughs) how the hell do you manage to run all these businesses and be so successful um, okay, well, let's start off by saying I don't, <laughs> I hate when people are like, oh my God, Monica, how, how are you so successful? Because I don't know if it's just my imposter syndrome, but I honestly don't even think I'm nearly as successful as I'd love to be. Um, not saying that I'm not successful, but I don't know. The way I interpret being successful is nowhere near where I'd love to be. I still feel like I'm in the very, very early stages of all three businesses, even though I create beauty, the longest business that I've had now, we're coming into our third year. It's still very new. And I wouldn't say we're at that level of success. Would I say it's a business that I'm able to make enough money on to live. But would I say it's really really successful absolutely not 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 to the point where i'd love it to be um so let's just start with that but i am still really proud of how far i've gotten with everything all the businesses especially i create beauty which is the main source of income for myself um you know i've hired i've had up to eight staff at one time so it's incredible how far we've come but it's incredibly hard as well to manage and I think what a lot of people don't realize with running a business is you know I make it look like it's really successful and to you guys it may look like I'm absolutely killing it but to be completely raw and honest with you guys we're just making it by like I've making just enough with these businesses to reinvest back into them to pay my staff and to pay myself a little bit half the time I don't even pay myself I just kind of live by what I need to do you know what I mean by that so I don't really live a super lavish lifestyle based on these businesses if that makes sense but how I managed to run all three honestly just creating um balance and focusing on one at a time um hiring external people to help out hiring staff delegating it's one thing I've learned to do um in the first few years it was honestly 
really hard and I was really struggling to balance even just running one business um but you know it's as time goes on you learn lessons and yeah I feel like delegating is probably one of the biggest things I can give advice on um hiring people that you trust and um with running your own business it's not the same as working for someone in a nine-to-five or however nine-to-five barely exists these days with this sort of society now I feel like a lot of people are really hustling so it's starting to be very normalized the work hustle culture which I don't know if I highly recommend the hustle culture but I mean if it's for you it's for you if it's not it's not but um I've I've just kind of taken on that hustle culture and it's become part of my life now so yeah I take a lot of work home with me um you know I've got my laptop and I work sometimes crazy hours of the night just to get things done but just prioritizing and yeah working on one thing at a time and delegating is probably the best way I can answer this question when was the last time you cried oh Um, I feel like when I was younger, I was a very emotional human being. I am a cancer star sign. So naturally we are known to be very emotional, but I feel like over the last few years and as I've grown up, I've learned to be more positive in life and not let things get to me the way they used to. And, um, I barely get in those kind of depressive states where the whole world's on my shoulders anymore. Um, which I'm really proud of because that's really hard to come out of. But, um, last time I cried was actually about a week or two ago when I got a really hefty tax bill and yeah, it was just, it hit me in the face like a ton of bricks. And I feel like with everything going on at the moment, you know, launching a new business, planning a wedding, if you know, you know, weddings are very costly. Yeah, it just became really overwhelming. And when you get a hundred different bills coming in at once, yeah, it gets to you. And I'm only human and crying is very normal, but yeah, that got to me and I let out a little tear, (laughs) but I'm over it now. We can get through it. And yeah, that's, probably the last time I cried (laughs) next question is where are you from and I don't really know how to interpret this question so I'm just going to kind of answer it from all ends so living wise I was originally from Wollongong it's where I've grown up um, and it's about an hour's drive from Sydney south I don't know if you know that Um, yeah and then I moved to Sydney part-time about seven years ago and that was when I moved to Sydney to work and then officially moved full-time with my partner Jake two years ago and now we're living in the Shire in Sydney which is like south Um, and then I guess my background nationality wise is Macedonian but I was born in Australia and so were my parents so I'm I don't know if that makes me second generation or third I don't know how it works but yeah that's where I'm from favorite show right now um I am binge watching suits again I watched suits probably like the first two seasons ages ago when it like first came out but um I restarted it and now I'm up to season seven I'm really loving that but I feel like I start to get over shows after like the seventh season yeah it just becomes kind of draining and it just like drags on a little bit too long 
we were watching manifest um and i'm so excited for the last part of the last season to come out and i really want to start watching scandal again it keeps coming up on my tiktok little snippets i watched the first season and i remember being addicted to it and i really want to start that up again me and jake like to watch shows together but i always get so carried away and once i get into a show and i'm really into it i can't wait like jake likes to go to bed early like he's got his set time that he likes to go to bed whereas i'm more of a night owl so i always catch myself going ahead of him and watching more episodes poor kid but yeah um so yeah that's the answer to that question next question is are you judgmental i like this question um i think naturally as human beings we all can be very judgmental and you can't deny that i have been in the past i still do catch myself doing it even now but i stop myself from doing that i know what it feels like to be judged and it's not nice and i've learned to be more understanding as i've gotten older and yeah yeah i feel like i've stopped being so judgmental now especially now that i am more a confident human being um and i've learned to just be naive to what people say and think but um yeah as growing up i've learned to just kind of stop myself from thinking like that about people and just being more positive and understanding next question is what is your biggest insecurity this is a great follow-up question to the judgmental question and i love it um if you asked me this years ago i would have given you a whole list of things that i'm insecure about personality wise and appearance wise and i honestly feel like society has a lot to do with a lot of people's insecurities and social media um, and it comes with judgment as well. Um, but as I've grown older, I've honestly really mastered the art of loving myself and being very proud of who I am and how I look. But, um, you know, back in the day, I was very insecure about my weight, especially. Um, and that really ate me up. Um, you wouldn't even know it if you weren't super close to me. I was always still parading as very confident. Um, and I feel like that's honestly how I learned to master confidence is faking it until I believed it. And I really do think I believe it now. And yeah, so to answer that question, I don't have any insecurities anymore. I'm very proud of the person I am today. What plans do you have for the future, business and personal wise? Is there anything coming up? um well i feel like no more businesses for now <laughs> i think three is enough for now <laughs> but um my plans for the businesses are obviously to just work on growing them obviously to be more successful i would love to not work so much um but we'll see how that goes you know i feel like there's still a lot of work that i need to do on these businesses to get to that point um, personal wise obviously just the weddings coming up which is obviously really exciting and honestly our goals are just to travel over the next few years and the ultimate goal is to eventually buy a house as well all in due time nothing I'm rushing into I just kind of want to live life in the moment life is so short and I just want to make sure I live every day to its fullest so yeah 
what keeps you motivated to continue working within the beauty industry? <laughs> the beauty industry is a tough industry. Um, you know, I feel like when you put your all into making other women feel beautiful and confident, it definitely can be draining. The hours can be really draining as well, but equally just as rewarding and that's what keeps me motivated honestly it's little things like getting feedback messages of people just being so appreciative of what you've done for them and making them feel comfortable and beautiful and confident um and you know people's reactions to the work you've done on them it's little things like that that keep me motivated i also really love the opportunities i get to create for my contractors to not only create an income but also to grow as individuals and watch them become more and more confident in their art it's just incredible and such a wholesome opportunity that i get as a business owner as well if you weren't a makeup artist what would you do and i love this question and i do think about this a lot and talk about this a lot um if i wasn't in the industry i'm in there's two things i love in this life that i think i could do and that is working with older people more mature people i just am such a softie for the oldies i just love them so much they're just so wholesome and cute <laughs> and i've got a soft spot in my heart for them and also if you know me you know i am freakishly obsessed with dogs like all sorts of dogs i'm just in love and i could honestly see myself working with dogs as well i honestly there hasn't been a time in my life where i haven't had a dog and i just freaking love them so yeah i feel like i really could work with dogs i'm not that type of girl who gets grossed out by a lot of things either so yeah i feel like either one of those industries i could definitely do what is your biggest fear um i have two fears in life you know everyone's got fears but two fears that i can think of at the top of my head are spiders being the absolute number one i am actually terrified of spiders like terrified and it comes from a really bad experience i had when i was young i was getting into my grandfather's car and it was one of those really old school cars where when you sat in the middle at the back seat you had to pull the seat belt up from the roof i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but i went to grab the seat belt from the top of the roof and sitting on that seat belt was a huntsman that i didn't see and when i pulled the belt down the huntsman literally leaped onto my face and fucking terrified me and traumatized me for the rest of my life. So even if I see the small spider, I literally almost cry. So yeah, that's one of my fears. Um, there, I always had this fear of when I was driving a huntsman being in my car or something because I could just think like they're the most terrifying that we have in Australia. So I'm the most scared of them because they're like the biggest. Um, and one day that fear fucking came true and I was driving and the huntsman crawled. I had my window open. The huntsman crawled into my fucking car 
And I was at a traffic light. I literally started taking off my seatbelt and went to go run onto the other side of the car. Run. I went to go jump onto the other side of my car. But then I thought, fuck, like, what am I doing? I mean, I'm the light's about to go green. I need to do something. So I just quickly flicked it out of my car with my hand. And when I tell you I was in tears and I was shaking for the rest of the day, I'm not lying. Like that's how fucking scared I am. And I'm so scared that that's going to happen to me again. And I'm the biggest believer in manifesting. And I hope that this isn't manifesting accidentally that this happens to me again. But yeah, that's one of my biggest fears. And the other fear I have is of heights. I'm trying to get over that. But something about watching videos of people being really high up or me being really high up and looking down on something, my palms literally start sweating and the bottom of my feet literally start to ache. Like they physically hurt. That's how bad the fear is. Um, so they're like fears I have. But in life, I also have really bad anxiety that I'm trying to deal with. And one of the biggest fears I have in that aspect is of like someone really close to me getting sick or, you know, passing away or even myself getting sick. I have the worst health anxiety. Um, and it's something that I'm trying to work on, but that is a really bad fear that I have as well. So yeah, they're my fears. <laughs> What is your worst habit? <laughs> um, you know what? The top of my head, I'm going to be honest. My worst habit is vaping. It's, it's shit, man. Like I <laughs> I'm so angry that I started vaping in the first place. And it's honestly something that I really am trying to work on to stop doing. I know how bad it is for me. And it's so funny that I sit here and tell you I have health anxiety while I sit here vaping. But it's just, it's actually really addictive. So I highly recommend you don't even start. And yeah, I'm trying to get out of that slowly, slowly. Tell me a random fact about you. <laughs> I hate these sort of questions. You know, when you go into like a group session or, and they like tell you, oh, you know, tell us about yourself and you never know what to say. I'm kind of trying to answer these questions organically as I go. So I don't have a set answer for anything I'm reading out to you. And I feel really put on the spot right now. I'm just going to give you a cop out answer and say, I love to cook. What inspired you to start I Create Cosmetics? So with being in the industry, lashes is a very pricey investment sometimes that you need to make to your kit I mean the whole kit in general is very pricey but with lashes you know you want to try and find a brand that is somewhat affordable for you to buy in bulk with and also at the same time you know effective and you actually like the lashes and you can work with a different bunch for each clientele and it's something that I really struggled to find within the industry like I needed to find a good brand that I could consistently buy from um, and be happy with the quality and the consistency and obviously the price as well um, and there were a few companies that I was buying from but what I quickly learned was that if I just invested a little bit at the start and kind of went straight to the manufacturer it worked out to be way cheaper for me 
to buy and I thought I'll start off by just buying in bulk for just me and then I used to get so many compliments on the lashes I used and I thought why not kind of create this into its own brand like as a sister company to the already existing company I create beauty so that's exactly what I did I definitely had to go through multiple suppliers to find one that would give me obviously the best price and the best consistency um, throughout the lashes because I don't know if you know this but with lashes most of them are handmade um, so you will find that consistency does change throughout and I still get that to this day it's something that I have to deal with with buying from overseas um, but yeah that's originally how I kind of came up with the idea to create a whole new cosmetic company and then after the lashes I thought you know it's the same thing with other things like glue for example I was never able to find a really good lash glue from other companies so I found a really good one through a manufacturer and got so many compliments on the glue that I thought the same thing like why not buy more in bulk and actually sell these and make an income from them so yeah that's how the idea of starting a cosmetic company came about and I'm slowly slowly growing that and adding more products on that we can use um, for every day on our clients as well as sell and I wanted to also create a bulk deal discount for other makeup artists and provide consistency for them and a decent price for them to buy so it's what I feel like I've done successfully and it still continues to grow but yeah my target market for that ideally is for makeup artists to buy in bulk and also for the everyday individual. I am going to finish it up here. Thank you so much to everyone who sent through a question. I find that when I put the anonymous box up, people are more inclined to ask questions. So I will be doing that in the future as well for our next Q&A and any other questions that I want you guys to send through. I've learned my lesson now. People just like to send things through anonymously, which is so fine. I get it. Um, I'm going to love you and leave you guys here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I will see you guys next Monday. Bye.